You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Death by Cocktease podcast, podcast, podcast. All right, I had that one ready to go. Didn't tell you what it was going to be. I don't know, man. This is uh, the cycle. We've seen the cycle. It's been the cycle for the past, what, 15 weeks? 25 weeks? Since week three of the season? You beat a... You beat a... Barely beat a playoff team. What's the cycle? You barely beat a playoff team. Everybody thinks we're going to win the cup. Lose two straight or whatever it is. Do you remember? You've seen the meme. Are we in the cycle? It's first time all year we won four. Hey, we have two third-period comeback wins in a row, too. It only took you 70. How many games? (laughs) It took till five games left in the season. That's what's so stupid about all this is like, okay, they, okay, like now they're gonna, like, even if they don't get into the cycle, they're gonna run out of time. It's just mind blowing. What a weird, what a, what a, what a season. That's how it works, though. We were just talking. I feel like the luck is starting to turn our turn our way a little bit. Was it lat? Was it the Vancouver game? Something lucky happened. Well, they there's controversy. Well, the penalty, wrote. like the freaking the goal that Elias, he scored, right? That one. Yeah. Well, P- Pedersen takes a high sticking penalty, and there was. I was watching the Vancouver broadcast, and they were they were just furiously offended that that was a penalty, and I saw all the comments, and like Vancouver's like Flames. The only reason the Flames won, the Flames lucked out, won that one. It's like. Obviously, you haven't been paying attention and and uh, and know what we have been through this year. If you have the audacity to say the Flames won because they were lucky, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, right? In your, lucky, right? In your, you know what? Lucky, hey? Okay, only nine hundred posts this post this season. See what hey. you got to do. They're starting to figure it out, though. Even when you get three goals called back, you still got to grind out a win. They hit the post today, at least once. Still got a win. Yeah, the Flames are so lucky. Yeah, we had literally three good goals called back the game against LA two two nights prior. Three. Not one, not two. Three goals that should have been goals. And even if you argue the third one was offside, two goals that should have been goals, no goal. I can't recall the first one. I I missed. Well, so freaking Lindholm scores. And I don't know what kind of budget the the National Hockey League has oh, for, yeah, for, yeah. for cameras. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, but yeah. this is insane because so after the game, it was funny. Brett Holmes, who's a photographer for the 
he's like a league photographer or whatever. He posted like a HD shot of the puck in the net over the line, like three different shots of it. No, that, must like, the, that must have been the parallax effect, eh? Chris, yeah, that's what everybody said. Parallax. If somebody says parallax to me, if you say parallax to a Flames fan, you're doomed to like seven years bad luck. Fuck you. Um, but the, they show the they show the the overhead camera. Like there was one angle that you could see the puck in the net on this shitty, like terrible resolution camera in the rink, but you could still see that it's in. You can see that it's under Copley's pad or whoever was playing that. I don't even remember. And then they're like, yo, there's no conclusive evidence that the puck was in the net. Holy fucking shit. You know what the NHL should do is just uh, have a, a betting ad banner going through the entire game. Maybe, right. then they could, maybe then they could afford some real fucking cameras. Maybe instead of spending money on the digital board ads that never work, they could spend some money on some freaking high-definition cameras. Like seriously, like the shot, be, like the shot see. of it is blurry. It's like you can get a shot of Mars, five billion light years. Well, that's not that far away, but you can get a. Oh, we found a new planet, new galaxy. Here's an here's a beautiful picture of it, but you can't get a shot of the flames scoring a fucking goal ever. Like, how many times have we been fucked by this stupid? Oh, we can't see if it's over the line or not, and when it clearly is too. Oh. So that was that one. It's parallax, bro. And then there was an offside one, which if some I've seen like four shots of it. Um and didn't look offside to me. And then Weger scored an empty net goal that was apparently offside, which like okay, maybe it was, but I still don't think it was. That one I saw, yeah. It was just I missed this game. I was on the Sunshine Coast. Actually, I missed Vancouver end. LA because well, both places we were staying. I don't know what it is, man. You can't stay in Airbnb if you want to watch sports because nobody has cable. You're stuck with the what's the, the only internet TV? Oh, like that stupid you get like Netflix and all that. Roto Rutu? Yeah, Roco, yeah, yeah. Roco. I'm stuck with fucking Roco over here. All these weirdos who just watch TV and stuff. Well, I mean, you're probably outside too. Like I'm stuck in Alberta where it's still winter. Oh, it's fucking beautiful there. Yeah. Um I think it was snowing last week. I can't quite remember. It all blends together. Gibson's, Gibson's BC. I suggest you go there. Trapped inside for three, seven, eight, ten, twelve, <laughs> twelve years. I don't lifetime. even know anymore. A lifetime. So you have nothing to do but the watch grass the green flames. there. Yet? Cause it's green here, dude. Did you say is the grass green? As if we can see the grass. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you you There's still no have fucking snow? grass? You still have snow, bro? There is no grass. It was snowing here yesterday. Bro, we're golfing. Yeah, we are. We're almost, well, it's supposed to be 18 on Monday, so that should be that should be nice. It'll be freaking slop fest, and then it'll snow again probably, but. That seems announced. There's nothing to so, do but sit inside and watch the Flames grind out wins. Dude, back-to-back. 5-4 wins back-to-back, right? And both very similar. Weren't you down two well, nothing against Vancouver too? It's the exact same storyboard. You come back, well, you actually went ahead against. Well, the, but but they're scoring. Uh, it, was, it was so similar. You score, the other team scores right away. You score, the other team scores right away. I shouldn't complain because they're finally doing some. It's it's just annoying because it was like fuck. They get down like Marshall let the first shot in again tonight. Yeah. Um. It's just like they're doing things that they haven't done all year, but it's just like heightened right now because they they can't fuck around and they keep fucking around 
Um, fortunately, they're they're finding ways to win, which they haven't been doing all year, which is nice to see. But it's just like, could you please just like from start to finish control a game when we really need to win? But right. it's so that's what we saw last year. That's what we saw in 1819. That's, control, you, control, that's what you saw Winnipeg do tonight. Like I was watching the Jets game and it's just like they came out from the first shift and it was like, holy shit, they're going to dominate this game. And they did from start to finish. And the Flames, it's like took them 30 minutes to wake up. Yeah, but we we have dominated play. Yeah, and I mean, play. what shots were like? Well, and that's the thing: we dominate play like twenty to eight, and you're down to nothing. Yeah, this is the storyline: you dominate play for the majority of a duration. You're you're out shooting your opponent twelve to two. You're down to nothing. Uh, that's been kind of the story. So yeah, we have dominated teams, but. Not necessarily high generating a bunch of high danger chances during that domination. There's a lot of perimeter stuff throughout the season. I mean, but yeah, to your point, it would be nice to see us take control of games while winning them and then ending up with a W. It's like, hey, I'm yeah, I'm glad to see the win. The comeback wins are nice, but it would just like the last two games have been like you're living and dying on every single play because it's like the margin for error is zero right now. Right. So it's like they go down to nothing against Vancouver. You're like, fuck this season's over. What a fucking waste, waste of time. This is so stupid. They tie it. You're like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. Okay. We're back into it. Then Vancouver scores 17 seconds. I feel like fuck this shit. And they tie it again. Then they get behind again. Then they score finally with two minutes left. And you're like, well, they're going to go to overtime and lose. As they always do. And then to fully score, so you're on top of the world. And then you're finally feeling like, oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. We can do this. This might, we could maybe make the playoff. First shot against First the second shot, worst. Was Anaheim second worst team in the league? If they're not second, they're third or fourth. Who got absolutely roasted the night the before. The Oilers just destroyed them. On a second and half of a back-to-back. First shot in. Doink. Fuck. Okay, well, let's just regroup. Oh, it's 2 nothing, And you're just like, fuck, season's over. Season is over. Done. They come back, 2-2. Two, two. Hey, we're back in it. Fuck, it's 3-2. It's just like, that's, oh, you're just living and freaking dying. It's a yo-yo. Exhausted from the last 72 it, hours. This season has been really exhausting That's to, to watch as a fan. <laughs> you, I even missed the set. Like, okay, maybe subconsciously I've lost some interest because like I've I missed three of the four last game the San Jose game I'm on like a, a networking thing for work so I'm at the Cactus Club I'm sitting there like chatting away and I look up and there's a Flames game on I'm like what the fuck what time is it <laughs> it was on like four in the afternoon or whatever like so I'm just like, so I missed most of that and the two games Sunshine Coast Missed the first period today because I was working. Maybe it's maybe unconsciously or subconsciously, whatever it is. I just don't give a fuck. It's a better it's like life. A job. But then I think about it, I'm like, dude, I'm exhausted. <laughs> fuck. How much more of this can I take? And you know, know. how it's going to end. Oh, yeah. It's ninth. going to be ninth. You're going to fuck. Yeah, it's going to be the 18th hole. It's like, this is what it is. You're fucking battle, battle, battle. 18th hole, double bogey. Well, here, 
Yeah, one of two things is going to happen. You're either you're just going to not be able to catch Winnipeg, even though you keep winning because they're just you just run at a runway here. Or or and this is the more prevalent theory. You're going to catch Winnipeg. You're going to get ahead of Winnipeg. Over the next like week somehow, and then you're still somehow going to blow it. I'll tell you how. You that play was, San Jose in the yeah, last, the worst go. team in the league, the last game of the season. They're going to have an entire AHL roster, all call ups, all fucking young draft picks playing. No, you're not going to hear no fucking Couture. That's the only guy you're going to know. <laughs> you're going to lose fucking 6 2. Yeah. Backup goalie? Not even. This is a fucking guy from college. Play, he played college hockey last week, beats you that next week. Yeah, so that's, that's that seems like the most storybook ending. Well, we have Chicago coming up next. We know how tough they are. So they've already beat us twice this year. So we're looking for the season sweep. You can't get sweet swept against a. a can you? Dweller. Can you not? Can they? They probably can. I feel like they can. I mean, they've won four straight. Maybe we should. Way off a little Look, bit. It'd be so, yeah, I know. I'm I it's still like you still but even the wins it's the are, only way to cope, exhausting. right? Yeah, like even these wins like, are exhausting. I didn't Actually, feel good after this win tonight. I was just like, what a shit show. Well, the Vancouver one was a feel good one. Yeah, the Vancouver one was like I haven't cheered that loud just because Hirudo scored the tying goal after he absolutely shit the bed on a penalty shot, like a complete buffoon. <laughs> and then Tafoli, who's been unreal, scores Dude. a sweet goal in overtime. The Foley has been so money. It's ridiculous. And I mean, even tonight was kind of like Stone's cars, the clapper winner, which was sweet. But still, it was just like, I didn't feel, you didn't feel great about tonight. They found a way, but it was just kind of like, oh, man. I don't know if we're going to be able to outpace Winnipeg over the next five games. Mind you, Pony scored a 16. Well, you still have Nashville. Like, when is Nashville ever going to catch up? When the season's over? Why are they still two games in hand? I think they have Are they ever going to catch now? up? Are you sure? No. No, they're two now. I thought they played today. Oh, yeah, they are two. Why do they never play? They never play. I like how the Flames, like, you just look at their goals against. It's like Nashville's given up 220 goals. The Flames have given up 240 goals against. That's insane. Well, that's because we don't have any fucking UC Soros. I like how the Oilers have scored 306 goals. A hundred. What is it? A hundred and how many of them from McDavid and Dress at 112 now? It's ridiculous. Man. Connor has 62. Holy shit. How many goals has our team scored? 204. 247. So 112 divided by 247. Connor and Leon have almost half as many goals as our whole team. It's insane. Well, five games, possible ten points. If you have to beat Winnipeg, that's the game. That's a season. Well, in the balance. you have to beat Chicago first. Well, yeah. In order to make that Winnipeg game matter, because true, if you lose to Chicago, because the the thing is, you you don't only have to catch Winnipeg; you have to get a point ahead of them because they have the tie break. Um, so you have to beat Winnipeg out, which is it's tough to make up three points in five games, which is why the Winnipeg game is so important, but then you still have to get ahead elsewhere. So I still think like you're probably realistically, if you're saying, yeah, we can make the playoffs, you still probably have to win five straight realistically. Well, if you 
So if Chicago's a must win because it is, and you beat them, you've won five straight. Yeah. And then if Winnipeg's a must win, and it absolutely is, you've won six straight. Now you're on a now you're potentially on a roll. How do you not beat Vancouver Nationals, San Jose? And maybe this is because you see it. This is how it works. This is how it works in life. This is how it works in sports. To get on a roll, you have to get on the roll. I guess some teams do it to start the season, but then they fizzle out because it's, you know, like you have to get over the hump. This whole season's been one fucking giant hump. That's why we're sitting here and we're <laughs> exhausted. It's been the fucking, instead of the parallax effect, it's the fucking yo-yo effect. But maybe, and, I'm, and look, I'm not going to, I'm not getting excited, dude. Like, no, I can't. I can't. And that's why I I'm can't. like, that's why I'm like, kind of just like, not going crazy tonight because it's like I can't do this to myself. I can't. I can't do it to myself, dude. Especially if you're this close. I've just been yeah. burnt too many times this season. I got no fingers left, dude. I burnt myself so many times, like they're nuts. You're like Fire Marshal Bill in Living Color. Let me tell you something. So, but this, this is my last little shred of optimistic rationale, thinking out loud here. Let's say this was a hump because they have they did they grinded out that LA win. That's a gutsy win. That's a huge, yeah. Three goals called off. You have your finally your first comeback of the season against Vancouver. Force overtime. You win. Like, senior wins overtime. You win overtime. That's a gutsy win. Tonight, your goaltender does the fucking thing he's done all season long which has been a mental hurdle for fans and players. It's a shit team, but you still find a way. I mean, they're, they're you know, they're clawing, they're scraping. No, they've quit on Daryl Sutter. They've quit. They've given up. I'll tell you what's been nice about the four wins. Not having to listen to that theory for a bit. Winning makes everybody shut the hell up, which has been my favorite part of it, which is why I would still love them to make the playoffs going on a bit of a run here. There's nothing would please me more than sh- shut all the Sutter haters up. But it's kind of funny, right? Like, that was the narrative. They quit on Daryl. And they then they, they like... They're, they're intentionally sabotaging yeah. their own selves. They yeah. hate him, so... The they hatred, have, like... The hatred of Daryl is, like, so incredibly intense... That they just quit. And then they pull off like three of the gutsiest wins they've had all season. Just when the quitting is at the highest like, peak. Did you see them in Vancouver? Did you think, oh yeah, those guys quit. They didn't quit. Did you see them tonight? They didn't quit. They could have. They had plenty of reason to. Well, they got three goals called off in LA. They've quit. You see, Weir blocked that shot tonight. It took it like right in the nuts. And then Lucci showed down and scores. Those guys did not quitting. I guess the game was in Calgary, but still. Yeah, that was a sick block by Weir. That snipe by Zidoro tonight was incredible. Dude, the shot by Stone, that view from behind. Dude. What a fucking bullet. Not good enough for the power play, though. I think that's, that's the thing that we use. Yeah, we we don't want him on the power play because no, you no, can't have people lobbing let's bombs get from people the power play. Lobbing bombs. Because what you want to do is actually have a puck distributor. Yeah, that's really worked this well. It worked well this year. Yeah. I love watching Rasmus Anderson pass the puck rather than a fucking clapper. How many more fucking goals would you have from the point 
in the bar. Like, it's fucking stupid, dude. This didn't even get into it. <laughs> so, doctor, Winnipeg is what ninety four point pace now. So you need ninety five. Well, you need to beat them, dude. So if they if, play, if you can beat Winnipeg, then it's possible. If Winnipeg beats you, I don't think it's possible. If they're if they continue to play at this pace, which gets them to ninety four points, you need to go five and one. And just, all right, let me pull up Winnipeg's schedule here. That's Maybe. relatively doable given your competition, but still pretty like that would be a pretty insane stretch to finish the season. Teams, Winnipeg Jets. All right, here's who Calgary or uh, Winnipeg plays. Ooh, they have a tough schedule. Tougher than ours, except if they got one game against San Jose. They play us, Nashville. Hopefully, Nat. Well, yeah, that's, that's good. A, just yeah. I guess that's not good. Well, as long as it doesn't go to overtime. If, well. Who do you want to win? I guess you want Nashville to win, but then they're probably be want you. Nashville to win because they then have they'll probably a be ahead of you. Yeah. Do you want to? I don't know. I still well, think yeah. you want it. Does, well, you have a you have a game against both of them, so that's that'll be a wash. Yeah. First and foremost, catch Winnipeg. You're, if you don't catch Winnipeg, yeah. So whatever. Then Winnipeg plays San Jose. Then Minnesota in the second half of if they dude if they lose to San Jose, they go to Minnesota. Then they play Colorado. The thing is. This is garbage time. If there's any type of mild injuries to to key players for Minnesota, Colorado, they're not going to be playing. Yeah, but doesn't necessarily mean a lot. But you know, there's always a little bit of a asterisk to those last two games of the season. Okay, Nashville, they must have seven games left. Then those fuckers, pull these motherfuckers up. They have the toughest. According to the schedule makers, they have the oh, toughest. Fuck. Oh, dude. Dallas, Vegas, Ugh. Carolina, Yikes. Calgary, Minnesota, Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, if they can get in, they deserve it. Totally. <laughs> Are you, they going to be Dallas? Fuck. Are they going to be uh, Vegas? Vegas, Carolina. Carolina? Colorado, Winnipeg? Minnesota. Calgary, we better beat these. Yeah, well, fuck, dude. Use of Saros with Saros is probably or their third stringer. Whoever their third stringer is, not Kevin. Hey, do we, hey, did we beat a third stringer today? Who's that guy? Yeah, I, th- I think he's beat us already this year. Lucas Dostal. I feel like he's definitely he was the, definitely in that. The only reason why I recognize that name is because he was on that list. Yeah, that we. <laughs> it was funny because they Greg Millen was like, "Oh, the Flames were sure glad to see John Gibson not on the lineup card tonight." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't think that was." It's probably the opposite, to be honest. Well, we got Gibson's last time we played Anaheim, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. Well, when do we not get goalie? It doesn't matter who's in there. We're always getting goalie. Matt Murray. That was the only guy we lit up all season long, wasn't it? <laughs> who played net for Vancouver? Demko? Yeah, it was Demko. He was good. He made some, have, oh, yeah, he made some had, fake saves. We had like 52 shots or the shots outrageously at one side again, and we almost lost. Yeah, story of the year. Do you want to talk about McNeckbeard at all? 146 points? Fuck that guy. This is ridiculous, dude. I'm just looking he's at not it. even human. I don't I don't dude, get it. Like he's not. Have you seen this guy? Why does he look like he's an anorexic now? Hey, how did you see his brother on TV? I didn't even know he had a brother, but it looks exactly like him, but he's like <laughs> yeah. 
He has normal facial hair and isn't as I ugly. Did. It's weird. I did. Yeah, he's like a actual decent looking version of Connor. Huh? Here's the thing. Like I'm mentally preparing. I said this a few weeks ago. It's like I'm mentally preparing for an Oilers. Sound like Yeah. But like this happens Dude, every how? year, right? Where we're like, hey, McDavid's going to carry them to no. the cup. And then they get. Has he ever been this bounced. good? No, yeah. he's unreal. Dude, he's on pace to shatter his own fucking ridiculous career numbers. What is he? He's the he's first six, player. Dude, he has 62 fucking goals. He's the first in player to hit. 77 games. He almost has a goal per game. He's the first player to hit 140 points since Mario La fucking Mew in like 1996. Oh. Like, what a freak. Like, the only thing I'm looking forward to is. Because, I mean, like, this is. As soon as your team's at, well, I don't know. If I'm I, I'm a Flames fan before I'm a hockey fan. Maybe I don't know because I have a harder time watching hockey and even playoff hockey when the when the Flames are out of it. It's just like there's just the interest level is not quite there. But if the Oilers are in it, I would still have a very high interest. Yes, because I will fucking be rooting. Just as hard against them as they do for the Flames. It was like the bubble season when they played Winnipeg, and I was like, "That was my, that's what I was doing every night." I was like, "Hey, Jets game tonight, let's go!" And they got swept. But it does like I can't believe that Ryan Nugent Hopkins almost has a hundred points. What is that good? Matthew Kachuk has hundred and two. Oh, fuck her off. There's only five players in the league with hundred points, and there's only one with what hundred and fifty. Why is he so good? I don't know. Like I can't. Why is he getting better? Why is he getting better? Are you kidding me? Is he gonna get better next year? Is he gonna have two hundred points next year? Like how is he? Like I remember. Is he gonna score eighty goals next year? This is a weird thing because, like, obviously he's been crazy good. But I remember that game they played the Flames in the playoffs. Was it Game Five or maybe it was Game Two, where it was four on four and Zadorov comes up to him. And yeah, like full fledged yeah. tries to just barrel him off the puck. He had good body position, everything, and he bounced off him like a freaking ping pong ball. Like he didn't even like make didn't affect me. A two hundred. What is the door? Six six two. What two fifty? He's big boy. He just bounced right off him. I He's think like, Zadora, I think he had a broken rib, but still, like like you said, he. The contact was there. It's just like, how, how do you, what? How the fuck did you just do that? And then scored, obviously. And then made a highlight real play and scored, and it was insane. Insanely annoying. Did you do a little ice sweep celebration? <laughs> it's so unfair. We can't even enjoy watching the freak play. Anyways, maybe they'll just, I'm hoping they have a 300 point players just to miss, just to get. Beat out in round one this year. That would be. This guy ever going to get injured again? Where's Geo when you need him? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. They played Toronto the other night. Dude, like, like, come when, on, Geo. Come on, dude. Go for it. When uh, Geo injured his leg, when he swept, when he swept the leg, and Connor had that mega rehabilitative offseason. They must have threw some AI in there. Dude, dude. some kind of weird shit. Because even his personality is like, 
He's like, he's from, got, yeah. He, he went from stale toast to burnt toast. It's just like, because if you're watching those old draft clips and stuff, it's like there was a human being in there, or like when he played for Team Canada at the World Juniors. It's like now there's no, it's vacant. There's nobody in there that's a real human. Black hole. Too many betting ads, maybe. So he definitely has some something that's not human inside him. He has he has more goals. Well, so does dry does dry saddle have more goals than Huberto has points? Like it's just mind blowing. I just don't understand how he's gotten better to this extent. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like what is he what is he doing? Where is the ceiling? And then my other favorite stat is that like the last two years combined, the only player who has like the second highest player in points is Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, eh? Yeah. Panthers, where are they? I think they're in a wild card spot now. They what they destroyed the Blue Jackets. Old Chucky was visiting. Uncle Chucky, as they call him, was visiting Gaudreau. No, they're one point Shitsville, are they? Yeah. Who are they? Chasing? Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. Oh, because it's Pittsburgh. But they're close they? to. Uh, they're close to the Islanders too, with a game in hand or two points back. So Islanders lost it'll tonight. Be, Pittsburgh wins tonight, fight. so that's that's what ended up happening. Yeah, they could catch either one now. I would really enjoy for them to miss the playoffs and for us to make the playoffs too. But I I would also like cheering for Kachuk in the playoffs team. So either either way, I'm good. Um, it's funny, eh? Alan Walsh fires up Huberto for one game, <laughs> and Keith Kachuk fires up the team. See how long for Keith isn't wrong. He's kind of mean, though, eh? Yeah, I like it. He big meanie. See, that's yeah. He, is he who's meaner, Keith Kachuk or Daryl? What about uh, or Rick Bonus? Yeah, or Paul Maurice. Uh, Paul Maurice. Yeah, Rick Bonus. I didn't see any. I didn't see Frank Cervelli flapping his fat lips about how mean Paul Maurice is after that tirade on the bench, or how the Jets players hate Rick Bonus after his comments about the top players. It's kind of weird. It seems he only saves that clickbait for Daryl Sutter. Well, it's because the room, the room, the room. Room's toxic in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, so toxic right now. It's just, it's just so toxic. Who was it? Was it Coleman? The room's doing real good right now. <laughs> oh, they must uh, lock Daryl out. Yeah. Okay. So I saw some tweets. that was like, whatever it was, they must have figured it out. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think we figured it out just fine. The fucking top players stunk. Yeah, the worst fucking combination of shooting percentage is save percentage. The worst key times. No, the, fucking... the room. The room's toxic, Daryl's too mean, that's why. You get more posts than God knows what. This, this, that. But, 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 but. No. What does Seattle's schedule look like? Because they have two games in hand, but we're three points back of them. There's no way in hell we catch them, but I'm just curious. Because I'm they... just shocked that they're going to make the playoffs, dude. Shocked. What, dude, what a... What a like. That's what even pisses me off more about the Flames this season. Is like, okay, for as shitty as we've been all year, we're still in it. It's like, imagine if we were just like slightly less shitty. Like, this freaking West sucks this year. Oh, dude, here's oh my God. so bad. Okay. 
Guess how many times Seattle plays Arizona? Oh, shit. Three. Oh, boy. Well, I guess they play, they so, play much Vancouver. For, so much for that. Here's their schedule. Arizona, Vancouver, Arizona, Chicago, Arizona. Then they play Vegas the last two games of the season during garbage time. But Vegas will probably be pushing for a divisional well, here's uh, title. So Vegas better win that freaking better win the conference. Okay, so LA and Vegas both have one more point than the Oilers, um, but the Oilers still very much could win the conference. So here's my fear. Yeah, they here's, could win the conference. Here's one of my fears: the Flames somehow, by some miracle, make the playoffs and have to play the fucking Oilers in round one. Fuck. And then obviously they'd kill us, and then I have to go kill myself. So please don't let that happen. Can you imagine if we beat them though? If we beat him, it'd be incredible, but like I oh do not God, see dude. that happening. No. I don't see that happening. Okay, well, I don't like see a, I mean like, let me pull up they the showed how, they what did the Oilers they're like the only like there's only like one team in history. Like they have the best power play in history. No, dude, it's ridiculous. Rysaddle has 30 power play goals. They have 86 power play goals this year. Ottawa's the next highest. They have 66. They have double the amount of power play goals we have. We have like 48 or something. It's insane. They'd murder us. Or there's remaining schedule. They play San Jose twice, Anaheim. Oh, boy. And then Colorado. They could very very well take the conference. I would much rather miss the playoffs than have to play them in round one. I'm serious. Because I still can't get over that. I still. That playoff series last year. Still. Still, there, still reading is, from it. Why is there a very real part of me that wants that? Um, because you don't. Because I would rather you don't live in rural Alberta where I'm a fucking Oilers fan. Play them as an underdog than the overdog and lose. Well, I mean that's true because the the re, the reward to the reward risk benefit is much higher there, right? Well, it can't you be, lose. You're like, yeah, of course you beat us. We suck. Yeah, sure. We get swept. Oh well. It basically swept us last season. It swept us last year when we had a historic season and we're the best team in well, whatever. Yeah. Can we play the beach ball, please? Maybe Markstrom will not, not fucking lose the series. I guess it was a collective effort, but fuck was he bad. Oh yeah, it was a it was a it was a Markstrom effort first and foremost, though. Leading the pack. What is with the fucking first shot, dude? I didn't even so they said it, and somebody needs to do more digging into the stats because somebody posted the Sportsnet people said it was the eighth time he's let the first shot in. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Which everyone was like, well, that seems low. And it seems low because they're not counting when he's letting the second shot in or like one of the first three shots in. It should <laughs> that, be the first five. That's definitely like, he's definitely done that like more than 20 times this year. You think it's more than 20? It's got to be, dude. It's like Someone's fucking every game. It. See, there's been no, there's probably no stat for that because there's been no need to have it till now. Setting records this year. Fuck. Flames are setting records for all kind of like, okay, we've never had to come up with this stat before, but let's pull it up for the Flames. Most goal, well, most games lost when you outshot your opponent by ten or more. Can you <laughs> figure that one out? There's these poor statisticians. It's just like, oh, the Flames are playing tonight. What insane, ridiculous <laughs> stat do we have to pull up tonight? The San Jose game was good. Tofo- dude, Toffoli is just Toffoli's like... has been an absolute beast. And I, every single goal he scores is just... 
is such a pleasure to watch. He's like a pure goal scorer. He's kind of like the closest thing we've had to Jerome. Not, not putting him on level with Jerome, but just the way he scores, just brute force. He's a power forward, sniper, good nose for, for finding the back of the net. And I love it. I just do. I love love watching him score goals. Yeah. Yeah. And when he's got, especially when he's got like someone draped all over him, he's just like powers through it, where he's powering to the net through people, mu- muscles his way in there. I love that shit. Yeah. He's been a beast. Oh, yeah. One thing we didn't talk about was he was on a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him. Daryl, I love Daryl. Yeah, him. and it was this funny. Like Raider, what Raider yeah. on the time? Everybody hates him. Was this was right, right smack dab in the height of everybody hates Daryl. The flames are firing. The big changes are coming for the flames. Just like expecting changes. Yeah, and Management it's all changes. every Francis and Cervelli are playing this game. Like, oh, we know something really big, but we can't tell you. Which is like, <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, you fucking losers. Um. But Foley was on a podcast, Empty Netters podcast, and they're asking him about Daryl Sutter. He's like, I freaking love playing for Daryl Sutter. He's my favorite coach I've ever had. I love coming to the ring. Just like all this stuff about how much he loves Daryl. It, it was perfectly timed. It's funny how nobody talked about that when they were pushing their anti-Daryl. It was like, because it was like right on the same day, there was a bunch of sound bites of Cervelli talking about how frustration is boiled over in Calgary with the coach and everyone hates the coach. And it was like right on the same day that interview was had been released. It was perfect timing. That was. Tafoli said Tafoli had two goals against San Jose. Dewar. Dude, how good Thank is this? Thank God for Walker Dewar. You wouldn't have won those last four games without Walker Dewar. No, like seriously. It's not even any. Like you're not even joking. He's the no. only. He's controlled shifts. He's doing what I expect Huberto to do. Actually, he played some shifts with Huberto and Backlund tonight, and they had some good looks. He hit the post on on one play. Huberto set him up. He hit the post. It was good. But he's been great. Cotter seems to have snapped out of it. Would you say? Yeah, I didn't think he was great tonight. He's still doing some Cotter things that are annoying. When it, it's like he made some ridiculous plays tonight, where it's like. He, he he has a really bad habit of like he'll you know how he doesn't pass obviously yep. but he'll like ring around the whole zone he did this to like three guys tonight and then he'll just rifle like right at the blue line with like two guys on him he'll rifle a pass back to the blue line to the defender who's like in the worst possible spot and then it'll, they'll get like a two on one or a three on two the way back he's gotta smarten up a little bit. Getting some scoring from the back end and Weger and, and, and Stetcher. Stetcher's on fire. Dude, Stetcher's been – I don't know he's if he's – He's been good. He's been working his balls off is what I'd say. Yeah. Like against the Canucks, there was a few shifts where it was like – Again, he's doing like the things that I expect Huberto and Kadri to do. It's like, can you take over a shift, please? It's like there was two shifts against Vancouver where it was like, holy shit, Troy Stetcher's the best player on the ice right there. Wow. He's been really good. I like him. He's a little, he's little, what's the word? What's a water bug? Is that a thing? Yep. A little water bug. Jitterbug, Jitterbug. something like that. I like him. He's tough. He plays, he plays bigger than he is. And he's fast. He moves the puck well. I like him. Jitterbug. I thought, I was happy to see Stone back in the lineup tonight. I thought it was weird because I have liked Gilbert's game, but, um, Hey man, pays off. This is this is what Stone does though. When he comes 
back into the lineup ever. He's hard to he's hard to take back out after ten or twelve games. Not so much, but watch he'll score another one. Dude, I can't believe he scored that goal. Fuck, that was nice. That view from behind. Like, it was sweet because I'm watching it, and, like, when he got it, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we yeah, go. It's so it? funny because you know what he's going to do. Yeah, but you know it's going to probably hit the net. Unlike, every, unlike everybody else at the blue line, but when he winds up and he's got some space, like, it has a good chance of ending up in a goal. Well, yeah, he's good at not blasting it wide, but he's also good at keeping it. Like, that was a low shot. That's a yeah, hard gets, shot. And he gets it off quick, too. But you um, have an angle from behind. Oh. Yeah, that was sweet. And the other guy, the other guy has been really good last uh, probably 10 games. His Uyghur, like, he's been really yep. good. Like, yes, awesome. Definitely. He was great in that LA game. He was probably the best player other than Dewar. He was really good in the Vancouver game. Yeah, he's been really good. It's just, it's crazy that we've just keep limping along. And it's like, yeah, Huberdeau and Kadri didn't. I, I shouldn't say they didn't do because he finally had a big play against Vancouver. He scores the game-tying goal. But it's just crazy that it's like, yeah, Toffoli's carrying us. And then, like, tonight we get Zadorov scores. Um, Richie scores. Lucci scores. Stone scores. Like, what the fuck? It's like, you see the Oilers. It's like, yeah, McDavid, Drysaddle, McDavid, Hyman, Drysaddle, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins. We're like, Richie, Stetcher scored. Lucic. Lucic got one. Lucic figured out how to raise the buck. Or did he go like, off something? Honestly, no, that was sweet. He lit, okay, that was funny. That was like a, that's like a, that's like what you do when you're in like peewee he's just like if you watch the replay he doesn't look up for one second his goal was i'm gonna get to this puck and i'm just gonna shoot it as hard as i possibly can and hope it goes in and that's what happened hey man we're getting some luck starting to turn and listen if they do make the playoffs which would be sweet like there's nobody who's gonna squeeze more out of like of these underdog like ragtag bunch of losers than daryl like if they get in, he, this is a perfect like situation for Daryl to like take them on a bit of a run. Even the Oilers, I wouldn't want to play the Oilers, but yeah, I would. He will milk this underdog misfit group of losers thing so hard. See, I would because if there was ever a chance, this true. That's true. That would line up for a potential good upset. This would have to be it. Like they're, if the Flames make the playoffs, I don't care who they play. Because you're such a, a fucking underdog, no one's gonna expect you to win. And Daryl has proven it. That's who he had he's had success with in the past. That's his track record. Well, the the Kings are the only eighth seed to ever win the Stanley Cup. Look at his Stanley Cup finals, sixth place Flames, eighth place Kings. I don't think the Kings were very high the next year they won the cup either. So, yeah, fuck you, bring it on. Honestly, if we get in, I want to play the others first. I'd like to say that, but I just have, like, so much so much pain still. <laughs> so much. Yeah, I, here's, here's what it is. Not even pain. It's like, I am not emotionally prepared. I can't, like, with all the shit that's gone on the last year. Oh, fuck it. Throw it on. I'm at, can't, the point, can't do- <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm just fucking barely not dead inside anyways. What the fuck else? Do it. 
This would be the final blow to get creamed by the Oilers in the world. Could you like because they're the Oilers, it's in their DNA. They're primed to collapse. It's true. Even though it took Colorado, but Colorado made pretty swift work of them. Swept them, didn't they? Yeah. And we played like shit. Our goaltending was atrocious. It's not like we I don't know, man, what happened last year with us. Like I I I still can't figure it out how we sucked so bad. Yes. I don't even think I don't even think the Oilers were that good. No. McDavid yeah. was good. He wasn't like I mean he was great, but it wasn't like something we'd never seen before. No. But there's a lot of hockey left. We played Probably speaking. But dude, I would I'd want to play him first. Bring it on. Dude, eight seed versus one seed. Imagine you you potentially upset them. You'd have you you could be rubbing Oilers fans' noses and dog shit for like what eight straight months? Twelve, why not? It would until be the night until, like fuck. I don't even care what happens after. That would no, be that like, would be amazing. That would be bad. That'd be I could care less if they get shit canned the next series four in a row. Maybe uh is that uh Reddit curse been lifted yet or what? I guess we'll find out here in the next we'll find out. Yeah, if we yeah. make the playoffs, then yeah, maybe. But I would sure I would love to see them make the freaking playoffs, man. All the shit we've been through this year, all the shit everybody's talking about Daryl and how it would just be such a great fuck you to everybody. <laughs> Even though this season hasn't been a fuck you to the fans, it would just like I would love it so much. Yeah, that'd be epic. All right. Um you watched more of the last four games than I was able to. Um, what's your consensus? Is this team potentially turning a page? Is the season turned around, Coach? Or is, oh. it just, is this just still the yo-yo? We just won four straight, so we're probably going to lose three straight. Yeah. Where we at? Well, I don't know. I don't even think it matters. It's like Daryl keeps saying this every time they ask him. Because they were asking him these kinds of questions tonight. And the night before, and the night before, like, oh, you get your first comeback win. What does that mean to the belief? He's like, we need points. That's it. We're going one game at a time, and we need points. So that's kind of it. It's like, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. They just need to win. Corner, Schmorner, win. To, we'll beat Chicago. Is it Tuesday? Beat them. That's really all that matters at this point. Dude, and that, that that's what they've been doing, right? Like, Tonight, who fucking cares that it was an absolute shit show? You got the two points. If you can't fucking beat Chicago, dude. Yeah, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. I mean, you kind of already don't deserve to make the playoffs, but well, so it's and then say you do beat Chicago and then you play Winnipeg. I don't I don't like how it's the second half of a back to back, but what can you do? I also don't like how it's what the schedule here. It's the final day of March Madness, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. You can bet just 5 bucks on the pregame money line and score 150 bucks in bonus bets if your team wins. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. 
Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. If you want to save 20 bucks on some tickets to a sporting event or a concert, you can use our promo code in the dome pod over at seatgeek.com on your first purchase. So you'll save 20 bucks on your first purchase of 50 bucks or more with our promo code in the dome pod. Back to the show. Well, theoretically, like it's a seven o'clock Calgary time start against Chicago, then a five thirty. Oh, it's five thirty. So you don't, yeah. Oh. So you get even less recovery time. I love how the schedule makers do that. Like, it's why don't they do the opposite? Why don't they have the earlier game early the game day the day before, and then the later game the next night? Fuck, it's stupid. But anyways, if you can beat Chicago, but you can't beat Winnipeg. You don't deserve to make it, do you? Like that, the Winnipeg Calgary game is going to be the game who determines who's the better team to go to the playoffs, right? You could still possibly make it without beating them, but you got to win that game. Dude, you have to win that game. (laughs) Okay. Um, Coronado, let's cover this before we call call it an episode. He gets signed when apparently he wasn't going to. No, he's not going to sign. Don't you see how Daryl Sutter treats young players? Is he's ever going to sign? <laughs> Signs. Well, he'll never play. <laughs> Is she not? Twitter like does not miss a beat, right? Dude, I'll be tell you. Like I haven't been tweeting much for the past four games because I mean I'm not watching it, so it's not like I'm live. That's been a nice little mental health break. Totally. You. I do kind of miss it at the same time, but I'll be back. It is funny enough. though, like because there was literally a a pretty well. There was there was kind of like the non signing thing was everyone's like, oh, he's gonna be like Adam Fox. It's like he's, no, and then it was, and then it was it, that, and then it was fueled afterwards. But oh, he Daryl, he'll never sign. Look at Daryl treats that never. Look how he treats Pelche. He'll never sign here. Yeah, okay, and it'll be Daryl's fault. Yeah. And now he's signed. Oh, Daryl's never going to play him. And like, he's not played in the last two games because he's 20 and just finished college, second year of college. Um, is he and, with the team? Yeah, he's with the team. Oh, yeah, right. Pelchi is taking him under his wing. Eh? That's, That's sweet. right. Yeah. He's like, he's a really, seems like a really nice kid, actually. Like, Pelche? well, uh, well Pelche for sure, but Coronado, he's like well spoken and seems smart. Well, he's fucking at Harvard. The isn't he? Harvard boy. Uh, like, can, can you smash. be at Harvard and be dumb? Eh, nowadays, guess, maybe. Just these athletes, maybe. It's eh? <laughs> snuck in on their good skills. But yeah, he'll. I think it's cool. He's hanging around with the team. I. I think you're crazy if you, if he he's not gonna play until the no. Flames are mathematically eliminated. No, exactly. And I think there was some confusion. So I think people are thinking. Because the reason he signed is you burn you burn a, a year on his entry level, which is this year. So he'll be signed for two years after this year. But he doesn't have to play a game to burn to burn a year. So you don't have to worry about that. And he's wearing apparently number 39 right now. Old Doug Gilmore. Old TJ Galliardi. Dougie boy. I think I think he's probably gonna wear 19 though. Fuck yeah, he should. Yeah. Move over, Matthew. There's a new Matthew in town. 
it was it was uh yeah now we've just got we've got a new john we've got a new matthew it's just like old times it's the flames 2.0 the old the old hopefully the new matthew is better than the new john all right man i don't know um if are are fans excited I haven't really been on on Twitter. I don't. know. It's just kind of like we are. I think for most for the most part, it's just kind of like, okay, this is good, but like we can't we cannot do this to ourselves and get excited. Like I mean, it's it's nice at the game. I think you're excited that the games are meaningful. Yeah, I was thinking that when I'm watching. I'm like, well, we're down two nothing. Maybe we'll come back. At least it's meaningful. So there's that, and then there's the obvious like cynical part of you where there's like, this is such a waste of time. They're gonna finish ninth anyways. Um. When I watch now, it's instead of like when they score, instead of being like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah they scored. Okay. Oh, yeah, they scored. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm like that until it's like a big goal, like like the, the 2-1 yeah, goal tonight. Sure. I'm like, yeah, I don't goal, care. And then the, the Stetcher or the Richie goal tonight, I'm like, fuck yes. And then they get scored on. I'm like, why am I? What am I doing? Why am I getting excited? This is <laughs> such a fucking idiot. Right? It's like you get a slap in the face reminder. What? 18 seconds later? Exactly. Like you can't. You cannot. You can't even get happy. You can't even celebrate. They don't give you enough time to enjoy anything. So. Okay. So you would say the fan base. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page as like is Daryl because they keep talking to him he's like we you're just literally like hey let's see what happens next game and then you'll have the, the handful of fans that will come out of the woodworks at the very end when we make it be like well, i believe the whole time you assholes didn't <laughs> exactly you. i'm so much better and the people who say told you they'd miss i'm better than you fuck you right they told, miss at one told point you they miss yeah exactly they miss at one point i told you six months ago they were gonna miss you didn't believe me <laughs> Oh, it went down to the wire is pretty close. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm just here for the emotional roller coaster, folks. Huh? Yeah, it's good that if you can beat Chicago, that Winnipeg game is gonna be insane. And if you don't think fucking despair and what's the uh when you don't feel anything? Apathy. Yes. If you don't think apathy is a feeling, it is. I'm this I'm I'm still on the roller coaster. So you got uh, Chicago, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Nashville, San Jose. Not very tough opponents, although Vancouver looked pretty good. They are playing good. I'm not sure how Chicago has been since losing Kane. Looks like Winnipeg has been struggling, but they're playing better. Uh, they played really good tonight. You got five games left. What's your prediction that we'll see just from the Flames? I don't, not even a finish. In this, in the next five games, what are we going to see? Listen, Three. five games, Daryl Sutter. I think they have a chance. I think they'll give themselves a chance to be in it. All right, I'm going to put you on the stand. Are they going to make the playoffs? Fuck yes, they are. Cushion, cushion is a pillow with feathers. playoffs you can kiss my ass